Hour two of Preps KC's football Friday night, driven by the McCarthy Auto Group. I am your host, Dion Clisso, joined as always by the coach, Harold Wamsgans, and we did awards in the first hour. Uh, now we're going to do season recap in the second hour. And, coach, this is the time we always like to ask our our uh, contributors, um, you know, favorite game and team and player, and you and I will do that at the end of the uh, end of the show. Um, but are there any moments, not not necessarily, you know, that, that stick out to you this year? And you went to a lot of different games and saw a lot of different teams. Uh, when as we go to, as we start our review, kind of kick it off moments that kind of you know stuck with you. You know what? I have a pat on the back for two programs: Blue Springs South, zero and ten a year ago, won seven games this year. North Platte, zero and ten last year, won six games this year. Two great turnaround seasons for those two schools. Yeah, and North Platte ended like a thirty-some game losing streak. Truman also ended a long losing streak as well so they got back in the um winning column one one team that stood out to me as a hats off to is oak park um that was a, a kind of a longer reclamation project there for coach ken clemens and they're still young they've got a lot of juniors on that team that's a team to watch in that district and and uh stay in the north kid city district you know staley was okay last year they, they weren't that weren't great under steve rampy as the season went on shockingly that guy can coach a little coach. You've coached, <laughs> you know, for a long time. <laughs> what coach yeah. Rampy does, doesn't he? He's, tur- he's turned himself at this phase of his career into the, the reclamation guy. He can go in and turn you around real quick. And I think people are going to have their hands full against them next year for sure. Yeah, they're another junior laden team and uh, up there in the North Kansas City School District. And then on the Kansas side, um, you know, a Eudora team that gave Bishop Yeage everything they wanted in Lewisburg, those two teams, and Piper. All three of those teams that look like they've really got that 4A east side. And then one of the teams I'm watching, you know, they're not our area, Wamigo. So I think 4A, which will still include as of right now, next year we know it'll still be Miege, Aquinas, and, and St. James in there. They're still the big dogs. But really, 4A football has taken a big step forward uh, this year on the Kansas side, both in the east and the west. Without a doubt, and I think all four of those teams that you mentioned are no longer fearful of anybody that's ranked ahead of them. They're, they're no. building – programs to win that game yes yes they are and um like you said we, we you know eudora was right punch for punch all the way down to the end uh with the state champion that's closest game in the playoffs that they played was against eudora so uh that's kind of my you know take there and and you know we talked awards last hour and um a lot of great uh, award winners there and um we'll have our all metro coming out here uh later next week and and uh, honor those kids and uh, it's tough to make that list, Coach. So that when you, you start breaking it down, all classes, both sides of the state line, uh, we we grind on it and try and get the best we can. There's no doubt. You know, in all postseason honors, I think there's people who are really, really close to not being in the group who could be in the group in a normal year. Yeah, it's, it's sometimes a, a position can have you know, a glut of really good players and, and you have to make a cut somewhere. Well, um, as we go here, we're going to – um, this hour, we're going to talk with East Buchanan coach Daniel Ritter, talk about his state championship win. We're going to talk about our own Cole Young. That's our next segment, our third segment. We're going to bring back Mike DePasquale from DePasquale Law Firm. Um, you know, he wanted to check back into the end of the season after it was over and give his thoughts. He was in Simone Awards uh, yesterday as well. And uh, gopowercat.com's Ryan Wallace. And then close things out uh, as we normally do with our own Andy Meyer. And coach and I will give our favorites, our Best or favorite team, best or favorite player, best or favorite game as we close things out. All right, when we come back, we are going to be joined by East Buchanan coach Daniel Ritter and our own Cole Young. You listen to Preps KC's Football Friday Night, driven by the McCarthy Auto Group. The perfect vehicle may be hard to find, but shipments are arriving daily at McCarthy. Let us help you reserve the one you want. That's right. Pick up your next new vehicle before it arrives. Choose from Chevy, Honda, Toyota, Nissan, Hyundai, Subaru, Buick, or GMC at one of McCarthy's 11 convenient locations across Kansas and Missouri. McCarthy can help you order your new vehicle today. Visit shopmccarthy.com today to find the location nearest you. See dealer for details. Deposit may be required. When you're looking for a real estate agent, you want someone who has all the knowledge, has the right tools, dots all the I's. Someone good enough to throw a no-hitter. Hi, it's Brett Saberhagen for REMAX. You need an agent who has all the answers, understands the numbers, and sees all the possibilities. When you're looking for an agent who knows all their stuff, from for sale to sold, my pick is REMAX. And relax, they've done it a million times. 
Start your search today with the Remax app. Each office independently owned and operated. The choice of a lawyer is an important decision and should not be based solely upon advertisements. I'm attorney Mike DiBasquale. After a car wreck, the last thing you want to do is trust the insurance company. These insurance companies try to rip off good people every single day. My law firm won't let you get ripped off. We'll fight to get you all the money you deserve, and you don't pay us a dime unless we win your case. If you've been hurt, call me. I've got this. Mike's got this. All you need to know. 816-888-7500. Mike's got this. Just like there are right-handers and left-handers, night owls, and early birds. There are those who prefer to shop in-store and those who don't. No matter how you like to shop, Price Chopper is here to help. We make it easy to get groceries any way you want. In-store, at your door, or for pickup. Order online today at mypricechopper.com for pickup or delivery. For freshness, selection, and low prices, Kansas City knows. Price Chopper. Hey, Chiefs Kingdom. This is Mitch Holtis, voice of the Chiefs. To stay at the top of their game, the Chiefs have trusted the University of Kansas Health System for their care. And you can trust them to care for you, too. Whether you're a pro athlete, a student athlete, or a fan who likes to stay active, the care remains the same. Because the University of Kansas Health System cares for the entire Chiefs kingdom. To request an appointment, visit kansashealthsystem.com chiefs. The perfect vehicle may be hard to find, but shipments are arriving daily at McCarthy. Let us help you reserve the one you want. That's right. Pick up your next new vehicle before it arrives. Choose from Chevy, Honda, Toyota, Nissan, Hyundai, Subaru, Buick, or GMC at one of McCarthy's 11 convenient locations across Kansas and Missouri. McCarthy can help you order your new vehicle today. Visit shopmccarthy.com today to find the location nearest you. See dealer for details. Deposit may be required. Welcome back to Preps KC's Football Friday Night, driven by the McCarthy Auto Group. I'm your host, Dion Cluso, joined as always by the coach, Harold Wamsgans. A program like this wouldn't be possible without a great partner like BUnion.com. We're the sponsor of the BUnion.com game of the week through the season and the All-Star game in June. If you're interested in the trade unions, go to BUnion.com. It is a great career opportunity. All right, let's go ahead and get back into the football and bring in our final state championship coach of the week after and Coach Daniel Ritter and Coach, great performance up there. Good Adrian team, but you guys, uh, all cylinders, defense, uh, passing game, running game. You, you guys were all on display in that state championship game. How proud of your kids are you that the way they just came out and played in that game? Yeah, I'm very proud of them. I mean, before I talk about our kids, I would just say, like, they they weren't quite right. Their running back wasn't quite right. He was out the week before. And then and then Jens Griffith, um, their fullback kid, I guess, hurt his foot on that. Yeah, he got – walk through which which just sucks for them because that's everything they do you know iso and fullback dive and all that kind of stuff so they just certainly weren't themselves so i felt bad for them for that and that kid was such a good kid but uh but yeah our boys came out ready to play i i it definitely would have made a difference in the score but i don't think it would have made a difference in the final like our boys came ready to play and they were ready to go Coach, you just did so many great things offensively all season long and in that game. Talk to us about your offensive line and, and what a great job they've done in 2022 and kind of the makeup of that group. Yeah, we had two All-Staters leave us last year in Trevor Rush and Caleb McCartney, and we didn't really know how we were going to fill that. But we had two kids really step up for us. Ethan, who we weren't sure was going to be able to play both sides of the ball, Ethan Bailey. And he showed that he can do that at 310 and, and still play both sides of the ball. And then Barrett Veach really stepped up for us this year, being that other guard that we we had leave. Uh, he really did a really good job for us down the stretch and was arguably one of our best, if not our best linemen. So they did great. When you look at defensively, I'm not, I know they were kind of hamstrung, but at the same time, um, you guys have have leaned on the defense in this playoff run uh, and and gotten strong strong performances. Uh, what's the mentality of that group to just come out the way they played all season long? You know, I'd, I'd tell you it was some, something magical we did, but it's just really good athletes out there. Those kids are, are, are dominant athletes in all positions. We didn't have a weak spot on that defense. And then we had four or five guys that would be, you know, first team all conference kids on other teams that, that were the guys that would give them a, that would spell in and come in uh, when they were tired. So we had 15, 16, 17 guys that, that could go. And uh, 
And yeah, we kind of helped them put them in the right spot. Coach Lewis did a phenomenal job with these young men in, uh, in, in game planning and making calls on the fly. He did a great job with that, but it's just these young men balling out. Coach, I honestly believe that numbers are a great factor, and particularly in high school football. And you guys had great numbers this year, and like 60-plus players. How many seniors do you lose off this team? We lose eight of them. It uh, doesn't sound like very many, but I would say six are potential college football players. So these, these kids can go. They're, they're very good football players. But, yeah, if we have 63 on the roster and, and only eight leave, and we got a freshman class coming in, probably 16, 17, we're, we're running out of jerseys over there. We, we legit <laughs> didn't have enough practice jerseys for these kids. And, and that being said, we have four coaches. Uh, four coaches, your coach to ratio, or player ratio is not good. So we just always got to find new ways to, to make sure we keep these kids involved or, or we just won't have those kind of numbers next year. So. Well, and, and one thing I was going to ask you too, based on the numbers, but that's not just in football. You told me at the beginning of the year that the, the community itself is committed to athletics and, and, um, and really, you know, and just participation in general, your, your school isn't that big, but everybody's participating in something, aren't they? That is so true. That's something I, I just didn't see at the bigger schools that, that I was at before I was, I was at St. Joseph central high school and, and they all had like a niche, something they were all really good at. So they do one thing. East Buchanan, these kids do three, four sports. I mean, they're dual sporting, they're involved in the academic team. They're doing the flags. I mean, they're doing everything. So uh, band, you name it. And that's really cool. I like to see that. I like to see kids involved and, and, uh, man, it's a lot of fun when you're in a community that, that everybody likes to be part of some. Well, whether you like it or not, you earned a return trip by me in August out by the corn. I don't know if it'll be as tall as it was this year, uh, in, in the summer next year, when you start practice, congratulations. And, uh, looking forward to talking with you again on the off season and seeing you in August when practice starts. That that sounds a lot of fun. I was super embarrassed that you went to Smithville and then came to us because <laughs> Smithville just had that new multi-million dollar facility. But uh, but I'm not ashamed of the corn that we practice next to. It, it's, it's done us good. That was a good practice field for us. Well, Coach, congratulations, and we appreciate you taking time with us. Thank you very much, sir. I appreciate it. Well, Coach Walms, uh, it's always good to coach talk with Coach Ritter. What a fantastic – two years in a row, Coach. East Buchanan, now the dominant force in Class 1 football. And the house is not empty. They have some juniors on this football team that are be coming back next year as seniors that are pretty skilled athletes. No doubt. We are still here in the Preps KC studio, powered by Xfinity Internet, now with up to five to ten times faster upload speeds. And we bring in our own Cole Young and kind of recap the season here. And, Cole, we'll, we'll start with the Class 1 game you were at on Saturday. And um, let's talk about the crowd first off. We know East Buchanan travels well. Adrian travel well. That, that looked like a – even though the game got out of hand, it looked like a great atmosphere to play a high school football game, even in a big stadium. Right. No, there was a there was a good crowd there. I would say there was probably, I mean, yeah, 2,000 people maybe there or so, um, which, you know, it's not a hard trip for either team. Two hours. I think a lot of people went over, made a little weekend of it. Um, you know, it's also probably worth the conversation to have at some point of, is that the best place to have a state championship with 2,000 <laughs> people? And it felt like there was – five people there, but that's a whole different conversation for another day. <laughs> yeah. We'll, we'll see. I drove by the, uh, yesterday leaving the Simone awards, I drove by the current stadium that they are digging holes and going that. I mean, if it was a turf, I'd say, Hey, every single game be there, but, uh, yeah. the grass may limit it, but that's a great venue. It's going to be about 10,000 people uh, yeah. for a state championship game. Well, I, I know things, uh, got out of hand for Adrian and, and we know what East Buchanan did. And, um, I know they were missing a couple players probably would have changed the outcome, but uh, might've been a little different. But what impressed you about what Adrian had done to get there and then also East Buchanan seeing them up close and 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 personal this year as they win back-to-back state championships? Yeah, so let's start with Adrian. I think, you know, they they came in, they had been ranked kind of towards the bottom of the polls. And, you know, but they were – and I kind of thought, you know, they're probably the seventh or eighth best team in the state. And then kind of – you know, it's hard to tell when you play kind of this siloed schedule. So you're playing just your full conference. Um and then they, you know, they ran out against Marionville and all of a sudden it was like, oh, they're, they're faster than them, you know? And it was like, oh, against Monroe City. It's like, well, it's house money. But I think what really stepped up to me was just they, you know, they've, I think they've reset the future of the football program down there a little bit. You know, what Coach Davis has got going, it's, I mean, again, kind of like Coach Ritter with a lot of, a lot of kids coming back next year. There's talk of why, why couldn't we make a run again next year or, you know, the following year, a lot of sophomores and juniors playing. And so I think, you know, 
granted they made the state semifinals two years ago, but I think the thought is they've they've really reset the reset the clock, you know, and things are headed in the right direction. Now that being said, East Buchanan rolled out one of the best performances I've seen in class one, especially kind of that second and third quarter. Um, once they got got things rolling, that was a you know, that, that was an Adrian defense that hasn't allowed a lot of points. Yeah. And you know, they were able to kind of hit you with both ways. I told somebody on the sidelines, I said, it feels like they have about 14 guys on the field right now because they would spread you out and you're like, okay, we got to cover this. And then they would kind of drop Klein out of the backfield. Oh crap, it's gonna be a it's gonna be a screen pass to you know this guy. And then oh never mind, it's one of the it's one of the guys running a vertical that all of a sudden everybody was focused on there. So just so many weapons for a class one team. And they're so they're well, you know, they're they're well disciplined, they play well, and they're very big, which is a good combination to have for a football team. <laughs> Well, and it's uh, it's to me, it was good to see two teams playing really good football. And when you look at the at the resume, if you just, just if even you just go by rankings, both Adrian and East Buchanan were picking off teams that were either ranked around them or ranked above them. Um, though you picked off Adrian picked off Monroe City for East Buchanan was the only team that was ranked ahead of them, but uh, they yeah you know, they picked off Mid Buchanan, they picked off Gallatin, East Buchanan did, and then you picked off Marionville and Monroe City and. So it, it definitely was not like either one of them had an easy road to get there. Right. No, it was very much a case where you said, okay, you know, and I talking to some people, it was like kind of the thought was it's mid it's uh, East Buchanan up here. And then there's probably four or five teams and a half. You could have drawn any of them out and said, they're the second best team. That being said, three of those four or five teams you'd have picked out were in that district and Adrian beat two of them. So, you know, they, they beat the teams they had to beat um, ahead of them. And yeah, it was, it was a really, really good run for both teams, I think. What do you like about the Adrian players who will return in 2023? Uh, so I think that all begins with uh, the running back, Hunter Bailey. Um, he, he's been a three-year starter at running back. Um, got a little dinged up this year, um, but I think he's still – I'd have to go back. I think he still had close to 30 touchdowns this year, including you know one game I think he had five on 13 carries. Um, so he's – He's kind of where it begins for him. I and mean, he'll pass 5,000 career yards next year. Um, they got a quarterback in Colton Miller coming back, who's a sophomore this year. Uh, really, the big question for Adrian is replacing two of their offensive linemen. Um, and if they can fill that in, I think they feel like they're going to be, you know, it's it, you never know if you're going to make the state championship, but you can feel like you're going to have an eight or a nine win season with those guys, I think. And put yourself in position just to be, right. you know, in that in that spot. Well, Real quick before we get into your favorites of the year, it was the four. I mean, we we talk about three and four kind of went exactly how we thought they'd go. Cardinal Ritter and St. Mary's dominating the game of the of the of the weekend was easily class two with Lamar and Blair Oaks, and it didn't disappoint, did it? No, I watched most of that. Um, yeah, Lamar, Lamar in the first half really. I think I texted you about that. I was like, Lamar looks like they're just by far and away the better team now give credit to Blair Oaks. They adjusted to him because they couldn't stop the run in the first half. And then I think Lamar got a little bit dinged up. Blair Oaks kind of finally got their passing game going. And even then Lamar had a chance to, to win it down the stretch, but it was one of those games where you could feel the tide just really turning for Blair Oaks. And, you know, Blair Oaks is one of those teams credit where credit is due They're They've got a machine going. And I think they would have given Cardinal Ritter a great game in the class three championship. I agree with that, no, no doubt. All right, well, let's do our favorites uh, for you this time. This time, do you know team game player can be favorite or best, however, however you want to do it, uh, in any order you want to do it. So, what do you think about this year? Yeah, so best game. I thought is that one of them. Best game I saw yes. was when I was doing the Twitter. Uh, that Park Hill Ray Peck game was a really, <laughs> really good game. It was fun because it was just like back and forth, back and forth, a lot of offense. And then on the Kansas side, the uh, Piper. Was it quarterfinal game? I think it was. Or oh, Piper Chanute. Yeah, Piper Chanute was another great game where it was just, you know, that's what high school football is about. Those back and forth, everybody's involved. You know, you don't know how it's going to work out. Um, favorite team? I mean, I saw a lot of good teams. Um, you know, I, I liked a lot of what Lee Summit North did just offensively. I mean, they were they were so loaded with talent. So I guess I would say, you know, that was the favorite team I saw. Um, the best player I saw, I don't think anybody else is going to say this one, 
and this is a guy to watch for the next three years, is Zadavian Walker, the running back at Ray Pack. <laughs> so my my wife is my my scout at Ray Pack because she teaches seventh grade English. And every once in a while, she'll throw a name out to me like, hey, watch out for this kid. You know, she mentioned a kid named Jade. She mentioned a Jaden Riddell a few years ago that he, he's really tall. He might be okay. I think he got off from Georgia yesterday, I saw. But Zadavian Walker, this running back, is he's the next great thing at Ray Peck, I think. Yeah, there's a lot of a lot of good of that. And we talk about that Ray Peck Park Hill game. That's the one I went on the air at 41 and thought that Park Hill had won and did not know <laughs> until I got off the air. Now they may have been. Ray Peck may have been winning while I was either waiting to get on air or right. It was because I remember like they came back and won that game. I was like, what? (laughs) (laughs) That was a crazy one. Well, Cole, thanks a lot for everything you do. It's going to be a fun off season and we're looking forward to talking with you again next year. All right. Thanks guys. Right. That's our own Cole Young did a great job this year running our Twitter, being the PA guy down in Adrian coverage as well. So we appreciate everything he does. All right. When we come back, we're going to talk with Mike DePasquale from the DM Law Firm and Ryan Wallace from GoPowerCat.com. This is Preps KC's Football Friday Night, driven by the McCarthy Auto Group. The perfect vehicle may be hard to find, but shipments are arriving daily at McCarthy. Let us help you reserve the one you want. That's right. Pick up your next new vehicle before it arrives. Choose from Chevy, Honda, Toyota, Nissan, Hyundai, Subaru, Buick, or GMC at one of McCarthy's 11 convenient locations across Kansas and Missouri. McCarthy can help you order your new vehicle today. Visit shopmccarthy.com today to find the location nearest you. See dealer for details. Deposit may be required. Like baseball, real estate is a numbers game, and you need an agent that understands the numbers. Numbers like two Cy Youngs, the 1985 championship MVP, and throwing a no-hitter. Hi, it's Brett Saberhagen for REMAX. REMAX agents have all the experience and the knowledge to take you from for sale to sold. They understand the numbers and can help you through the process. Relax, they've done it a million times. It's why no one in the world sells more real estate. Start your search today with the REMAX app, each office independently owned and operated. Your computer system on the job, how's that working for you? Your home entertainment system, still enjoying it? You can thank an electrician. My name is Milton Johnson, and I am proud to be a union master electrician with Local 124. You can learn a real skill and earn a great living in the building and construction trades. Be the best. Be one of us. Find out how at BeUnion.com. B-E-Y-O-U-N-I-O-N.com. Hey, Chiefs Kingdom, this is Mitch Holtis, voice of the Chiefs. To stay at the top of their game, the Chiefs have trusted the University of Kansas Health System for their care, and you can trust them to care for you too. Whether you're a pro athlete, a student athlete, or a fan who likes to stay active, the care remains the same. Because the University of Kansas Health System cares for the entire Chiefs Kingdom. To request an appointment, visit kansashealthsystem.com slash chiefs. The choice of a lawyer is an important decision and should not be based solely upon advertisements. I'm attorney Mike DePasquale. I played linebacker. I won a state championship. I played Division I ball. I know a thing or two about winning. A winning attitude starts with confidence. My law firm is so confident in what we do that if we take your injury case and we don't win, you don't pay us a dime. So if you've been hurt, call me. My team wants to win for you. I've got this. Mike's got this. All you need to know. 816-888-7500. Mike's got this. The perfect vehicle may be hard to find, but shipments are arriving daily at McCarthy. Let us help you reserve the one you want. That's right. Pick up your next new vehicle before it arrives. Choose from Chevy, Honda, Toyota, Nissan, Hyundai, Subaru, Buick, or GMC at one of McCarthy's 11 convenient locations across Kansas and Missouri. McCarthy can help you order your new vehicle today. Visit at shopmccarthy.com today to find the location nearest you. See dealer for details. Deposit may be required. Welcome back to Preps KC's Football Friday Night, driven by the McCarthy Auto Group. I'm your host, Dion Clisso, joined as always by the coach, Harold Wamsgans, at a program like this. Couldn't be possible without a great partner like the Deep Esquale Moore Law Firm. They were the sponsor of the Deep Esquale Moore Metro matchup during the regular season. We had a lot of great games uh, uh, during those games. Also, the Combine to the Greater Kansas City Football Coaches Association and a lot of other things all throughout the Metro. And 
youth basketball and, and uh, different sports. They are p- helping kids participate in sports. We appreciate everything they do. And during the season, we talk with Mike D. Pasquale every week as we preview the Metro matchup. And now it's our season wrap up. So we bring Mike back. And uh, Mike, we were at the Simone Awards yesterday. It's the first time you've been. And um, a great event, uh, a, a very talented kid, a lot of talented kids. I'll tell you, you look at you look at those uh, just the Buchanan kids <laughs> that were the finalists along with yeah. Elvin Lasser. I mean, Oof. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go out on a limb and say all four of those finalists have got a pretty good shot at playing on Sundays. Uh, both Idris well, Hill I, and I was, PJ Adebayo and then uh, Caden Green uh, from Lisa. Well, I couldn't tell. I couldn't tell how big those kids were when I was sitting there because they were all standing next to each other, and my vantage point was odd. And then I got home and I I, I looked up the kid from um, was it Rate the kid going to Missouri the big lineman. The six, yeah. seven, three, four. Oh, Riker. Yeah. And he just yeah. Looked, I mean, he was a little bit bigger than the other guys, but not much. You had, no. I mean, that was good Lord. If, if, if Missouri could keep all those kids in the state, geez, it's, can't uh, let those kids leave. Well, I tell you, the Buchanan has become the kind of the show award in the terms of, of guys going to the NFL. Now, we do have Drew Locke in the NFL. So that's, you know, as a Smoney right. Award winner, that's, there's no doubt about that. And you still got Graham Mertz and Arlen Bruce and some recent guys who are still in college. Uh, though they're in the transfer portal right now. But uh, the Buchanan Award, you got Elijah Lee, who plays for the Chiefs. you got Braden Smith, who never even won. He was a finalist three times, and everyone is a starting right tackle for the uh, Indianapolis Colts. Uh, and then, you know, Evan Bain, who had a five-year career, who's kind of still looking, but I think it's probably this is his last year, uh, looking for a job in the NFL. He played in the NFL. And, uh, no, it's, uh, you know, the, tw- the Davis twins, Carlos Davis, who won it. Uh, he's playing in the NFL along with his brother. So, yeah, the, the Buchanan is the spot. Uh, and we may see more. Uh, PJ Adebayo's brother Tommy is just finishing up at Northwestern. He won a Buchanan Award, and I think he's got a shot to get drafted and play play in the league. So that Buchanan Award's kind of the showy one right now. Yeah, there's some big boys up there. I will tell you this though: the one thing, another thing that stood out to me, which I think's great about um, high school football, still is you can be a really dang good player, and you don't have to have NFL size. I mean, there was a linebacker, for instance, from I think Pleasant Hill. Now, of course, he's he's standing next to guys who are 6'6", but, you know, he wasn't 6'3", 235. He's just a heck of a football player. Yeah. And that's what's so cool about high school football is that, yeah, you know, size, you got to be strong, you got to be this, you got to be that. But if you're tough and you love the game of football and work hard, you can be a good player in a, in a, a, on a really good team like that at Pleasant Hill or some of those other kids that were there yesterday. So that's always really cool about that, too. Well, and you look at the guy who was on the on the uh, Fontana ballot didn't make the finalists is the Trevor Klein kid from East Buchanan who looks like he was somebody's little brother. He's just a he's yes. a short kid, tailback, but outstanding player. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that was another kid, but a heck of a football player. I think probably good at all sports. Probably a all state wrestler, point guard. Probably you know track or baseball. Yeah, that again. That's what's so special about you know, having the awards and you get the kids from all the different schools. You're not just the big schools. It's kids from small schools, medium, big schools, and there's players at all levels. We know that. Well, and, and two guys that, uh, you know, we were able to at least one of them highlight in a Metro matchup, Antonio Harrison from Sumner. He oh, yeah. won the, the new, not really a name. It's been expanded from the IL to include the KCK schools along with UA, uh, Hogan Prep and Bishop Ward. And then the Reggie Mitchum from Bishop Ward won the defensive side of that. Two really good looking players there too. And, uh, had outstanding seasons, and so that was a that was a great moment to honor them. And then, of course, the Styles Inspiration Award, uh, honoring the coach uh, from the Chiefs who has one arm, and 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 that was yeah. a fantastic moment. So, it was a lot of great things, and, and glad you were a chance to be there. When you look back yep. at the season, man, I you know, you know, this is our second season doing the Metro matchups. What I feel like we did a pretty good job in season one, but I look back this year and I see a lot of great games and, and even more impact, and excited about doing it next year. Oh, 100 percent. I mean, it, we just it just got better. I mean, the teams got better. The kids, uh, I mean, like I said, Sumner, they had a goal, win a playoff game. They did it. OK, so it's baby steps. And they, um, you know, we, we got more audience, the games, watching the kids. I think there were more kids out at the teams. Yeah. That, and that was the objective from the get go was just make the experience better for the kids. And I hope we did it. Um you know, and then me and you get to come on and we talk just football in general. And we had, I mean, a couple, I mean, how many state champs did we have out of the Kansas City area? We had three. Um, you had uh, three. Miege and um, Mill Miege Valley and Kansas. Mill Valley and then East Buchanan over in class. Yeah. And then you had, you had Lee Summit North got really dang close in a game. Yeah, they, they probably did. thought, no one thought they were going to have a chance. 
you had Gardner get down double overtime and, you know, they made, they made the call I would have made. They went for two in the second overtime. This didn't get it in, but that was a team that was four and six last year. That shows you what coaching will do. I mean, they had, you know, coach Jesse Owen was up for the, the coach of the year award. Um, that's what happens when you go from four and six to the state championship game, right? <laughs> yes, it is. He did a fantastic job there. Good, good guys. Good to see him. The final, you know, the final four were Wilma's from uh, Blue Spring South. We turned them from 0 and 10 to seven and four. Uh, Lauren Clark, who yep. got Olathe Northwest in his first year to their first ever semifinal game. It's like it, they, they were at the point they of the all playoffs. They deserved where, it. Yeah, yeah. And, and and really, and it was pulled from the weekly winners. Uh, we're a lot of great guys in there, and, and voted on by the board and uh, the Curie Kansas City Football Coach Association. So no, Brian DeLong from Center won it. Uh, you know, and and you talk about a guy who's got uh, two players in the NFL, including one who scored the go ahead touchdown for the Buccaneers on Monday night from Center yeah. High School. <laughs> I know. You know, it's funny. A guy who works with me, his brother. This goes. This is to all the kids out there. His brother was a fabulous running back at center and played with the guy who for the Buccaneers, I'm blanking on his name, but they played together at center. And according to the guy who works for me, and I have no reason to believe him, his brother was, was the guy, but just Norville didn't Trent. put the work yeah. in, didn't, yeah. Yeah, didn't put the effort in. And um, whereas the guy who went to, I think he went to Nebraska Kearney, believed in himself, worked his ass off, you know, that, that shows like, the most talented dude doesn't always win, you know? Yeah, he was slot back on that team to Norville Trent, who was an outstanding tailback, and I think he struggled in school, never really got any offers. Yeah. And, yeah. and you know, he didn't go on to play college football. Rashad goes to Nebraska Kearney, goes to a JUCO. Uh, and about two years ago, I'm sitting there on a Saturday night, and it's about 11 o'clock, and I'm flipping through the channels, and I see this guy named Rashad White running back for Arizona State, and I'm like, that name sounds a little familiar. So I'm looking up and I'm like, yeah, that's Rashad who played at center, worked his way. Good for NFL, him. And now he's a, you know, a vital part of a team that's probably going to go to the playoffs, no matter what their record is, that division's so bad, you know, playing next to the greatest player, <laughs> greatest quarterback who ever, ever played the game for now. We'll see what Patrick does when it's all said and done. But uh, no, it, it, it shows what you could do. You put the work in and, and you see the, you know, what that staff at center does and getting those kids, you know, ready the ones who want to who want to go on and make that step, and and there's a, a lot of guys that are going to college out of out of programs like Center where they've got great coaching, and 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 the coaches get them in the position where they can do great things. And I can tell, and and this goes for every coach out there, um, but I could really tell yesterday when they were interviewing the coach from Center, he's just a good guy who really really cares about his kids and cares about their success after football. Because let's be honest, most I mean. 0.01%, 0.001% or whatever the figures of high school kids are going to go on and, and play and get paid a dime to play professional football. But to know that your kids are successful in life, like the linebacker from, was he the, was he a linebacker from center that won the yes. award? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Well, my, I brought my son with me yesterday and um, he's 10. My son, Anthony's in fourth grade. And if I recall correctly, this, this, this boy could speak four languages Yeah. and he had a 4.2 something GPA. And I mean, he looked the part. I mean, he was looked like a linebacker in today's football game. Looks like you run and hit and all that. And my son said, "Hey, Dad, what was your GPA?" <laughs> and um, I, and sometimes when you, you got to tell your kids a lie because it would have put it was it was about half of a four point two whatever. Okay. <laughs> but so to op, to have kids like that in that program, obviously a good kid, good family. But but I, I'll guarantee you that. The coach played a big role in, in, in that kid's development as a human being and a man. And those that's why those guys do that. Yeah. And, and, and you know, it's, you see that all those, all those great coaches and those kids that are really, when you're at the Simone's, you see the the effort that they put in to, to get there. And, and I was talking with coach Wilmus and, and uh, Tommy Lapour, who's the tight end from Blue Spring South, who was a, a, on the Taylor ballot. And yeah, he's kind of a baseball guy. And, and I think he wrestled a little bit and they kind of convinced him to come out and, and play football and, and, uh, you know, real leader type kid and, uh, looking forward to taking my son to watch him play some baseball this spring, uh, because he's yeah. the kid that you want, you want, uh, you know, and kid told, to look up to. Yeah. I told Todd, we were talking, I said, you know, my son's in Moreland Ridge and it's funny. And my wife brought this up last night when I told him the story, I go, he goes, I went to Moreland Ridge. That's a great school. She's like, kids love the middle school. She goes, I don't, they always remember what middle school they went to and they love it. Even though that's one of the weirdest, craziest times of your life. <laughs> it is a, oh, I got a seventh grade daughter, man. Come on. I know all about that. <laughs> so now it's uh it's a great culmination that. to the season. And uh, I know we'll be uh, doing more. We'll be seeing you in the off season because yep. we got the combine coming up and a lot of great yeah. things. The coaches, 
Association. So uh, enjoy your holidays. And you too, uh, guys. We will, we will chat on the radio again in the fall, but we'll definitely see you in the offseason. Mike, we appreciate everything. All right, gentlemen. Thank you, guys. I appreciate it. And I'll talk to you guys soon. We're still here in the Preps KC studio powered by Xfinity Internet. Count on a reliable connection for all your devices, even when everyone's online. And luckily, I got through reliable. That's one that trips me up every time. We bring in gopowercat.com, Ryan Wallace. Uh, and Ryan, you know, I, I don't know if you come back down after Saturday. And do you have your New Orleans plans? Is that where you're spending New Year's Eve? Let's go ahead and get to the important things, the K-State win. Well, I mean, yeah, if I could, you know, just dump my head into a vat of gumbo in a couple of weeks, <laughs> trust me, I would. But um, no, we'll we're actually we'll be in St. Louis with family um, and it'll actually be an interesting New Year's Eve morning because um, so my wife's cousin actually married a diehard Alabama fan. <laughs> so we will be sharing the same living room. But now with with two young ones, my wife and I would love to get down there, but um, we'll we'll watch it from the comfort of St. Louis. Well, and it's a uh, you know you see a lot of guys from the Kansas City area. We just got done Simone Awards yesterday, and um, that were on that team and made impacts for K State in that game, and um, that's got to be fun. I mean, guys you've covered and scouted, and um, not just Kansas City, but even in Kansas, a lot of Kansas players on that team. Uh, what's that mean? What's that mean when you see that you know the the high school guys doing well uh, for your alma mater? Well, I mean, I, I think I think what it says most importantly for me is that, you know, AK State's, you know, not scared um, to, you know, take some some quote risks on on local guys that maybe other programs in this region um, don't think are, are good enough to play for them. Um, but, you know, also the fact that we've got better talent, <laughs> I think, than than people want to believe. And and maybe it's a good thing, though, Dion, you know, maybe that's good. Maybe K-State wants to keep it that way. So, <laughs> you know, we, we, they don't want people to know just how many local kids they have and the fact that they're still winning championships or else maybe somebody, you know, we'll, we'll start to see more teams dipping in that pool. But I think in this modern day and age of recruiting, we've already seen with Kansas and Missouri um, they're no longer kind of flyover states, and it's not just St. Louis and Kansas City. There's there's a lot of talent in this region that is finally starting to go national. Not only at Kansas State, but I believe Deuce Vaughn has probably opened the door for lots of people and lots of coaches going, see what you can do, even though you are five foot seven or five foot eight or whatever you are. Absolutely. Yeah. Deuce Vaughn's opened a ton of doors. I mean, I think he's given. Uh, put the whole state of Texas on notice with what you can do at K State too. You know, it's not it's not just about staying home and you know, oh, if I can't go to Texas or A and M, I can go to Texas Tech. No, you you can go to K State too <laughs> and be just fine. Yeah, that reminds me of uh, back in the Gary Pinkle, uh, Chase Daniel days. You get Chase up there, and you get Sean Witherspoon, guys that that didn't play, didn't go to Texas and had had them in the Big Twelve championship game. You know, so it's back to back years. So it's. It's definitely a, a, you know, you can you can do a little bit uh, with something that people don't think is quite as good as something else if you, if you coach them up. Well, as we look back at this year, last weekend was the Missouri side finishing up and Porto Sage came up short uh, to Francis Howell and um, my Francis Howell scout, which was, was one Alan Wilmus, proud Francis Howell graduate, uh, proud former assistant coach uh, when they went to the state championship game, I think the last time they lost to Blue Springs, he had told me that the the – the uh, times had changed. The the guys they always used to lose to, those speedy guys, uh, now they had a few at, at Francis Howell and that, that Fort Osage, though a very good team, you know, would be would be challenged, and they were. Uh, it was kind of close early, but then Francis Howell kind of pulled away. But hats off to Fort Osage this year. They probably were playing a team that was good enough to be in the semifinals in Class 6. I think they might have been the second-best team in, 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 uh, in Class 5 – or second-best team in Class 6 in St. Louis – and they were one student away from being class six. Wow. So that's how it goes sometimes. And and but Francis Howell's a proud, proud school that has had a good football tradition and they win their first state championship. So hats off to them. I I can I can acquiesce and let St. Louis win one every once in a while. Uh hate to see it coming to the expense of Fordos age, but you know, they finished the year. You know, Lorenzo Fenner is a finalist uh for the Taylor Award that was won by Isaiah Coppage. And there's a guy, Fenner, who's just now starting to get some looks uh, that I think can help a lot of teams around here. I was going to say, you know, you start talking about Fort Osage and my mind instantly goes to Lorenzo Fenner because, you know, I've been preaching about this kid for uh, probably the better part of a year, but certainly since the summer came up to a K-State camp, they actually moved him to cornerback and, and had him do some things out there. 
And I tell you what, somebody's going to get a real steal with him here in the month of December. I think his senior film is going to get out there and you're going to see him become kind of one of the better kept secrets and, and a, a guy that everybody tries to get on, get in on here late because he's, we, we you know, you talk about the big 12 championship. You saw Jacob Parrish yeah. um, come in and, and play when echo Boydo, a Lawrence player went down um, and Jacob Parrish did his thing against TCU. There's no reason why Lorenzo Fenner can't be that for somebody. Well, and I got to see the the twins. I got to see Ole Thomas football team play basketball on Friday night. And uh, they may be more impressive on the basketball floor <laughs> with, with the group of guys they've got with Gunderson uh, and the, and the Parrish twins, uh, you know, uh, the Parrish twins, one of them was guarding a six foot seven kid from Rockbridge at one point and out jumping him for rebounds. Yeah. So uh, the, the, the late, late North, a little, little basketball hint out there. Keep an eye on, <laughs> on, on the Eagles for basketball. Well, and before we let you go, we like to do this every year, you know, favorite or best. It's however you want to do it. Game team and player. Um, and I'll let you lead off with whichever, whatever one you want uh, and give us that as we wrap this up. Okay. Well, we'll do, we'll do them in that order. I think for, for me, the, the game, the best game that I saw period, uh, top to bottom was uh, Derby and Mays again. It was, probably my, <laughs> it was probably my answer last year, but they've just been so good. But, you know, if we have to go with a local game, um, I'll, I'll tell you one, and it maybe wasn't a great game, um, but it was a hell of a finish. Uh, Blue Valley and Blue Valley West to finish the regular Oh, season. yeah. Um, <laughs> the, Tiger, the Tigers were dead. They were dead in the water. And then out of nowhere, without – either of their top offensive playmakers, they make an outstanding like fourth, late fourth quarter drive and they end up beating blue Valley West to, to finish the regular season. Um, best team that I saw uh, probably uh, mill Valley. Uh, <laughs> I mean, the, we talked about it early in the year, man, if I could see uh, Liberty North and I know they didn't get there, um, but I, I thought that they might, probably had a better overall team, um, then Lee Summit North, just my own opinion. I think on a on any given day, if you could put Liberty North and Mill Valley, if we, if we can make that happen, Dion, somehow right now, <laughs> get an indoor complex together and put those two teams. I would love to see those two teams. A lot of credit to Bishop Miege too. I had a lot of fun watching them. Um, sleeper team, real quick, because Coach talked to me about this last week. Rockhurst is my sleeper team for, for next the, year. The, the team next year that I, I'm looking to bounce back. I, I think Kelly Donahoe's got a good one coming back. And then my favorite player will wrap it up. I, I talked a lot about Lorenzo Fenner, but I'm going to stay on the KC Mo side. You know this, Briggs Bartosh, <laughs> my guy. I will wave that flag. Uh, just a, a sensational player. There's a lot of other guys, you know, the Caden Greens of the world, Edward Kills, that we could go down that list. But Briggs Bartosh does not get his, his name tossed around enough. An incredibly fun guy to watch for the last four years, but certainly this fall. Yes, no doubt. Briggs is a, a, a very much a preps KC favorite. I think all the <laughs> way around, all the way around for all the guys who covered him. So uh, it's been a great year. Um, thanks a lot. Uh, we appreciate everything you've done. Um, there may be uh, an invite to a podcast with maybe me and Mick Schaefer somewhere down the line if we keep this uh, thing going. Uh, we'll see how that goes. But too much uh, fun there. Yeah, that, that would be too much fun. We may have to keep that going. Well, Ryan, thanks a lot. We appreciate all your great work and enjoy the Sugar Bowl, my friend. Hey, thank you. Excited for the off season. <laughs> All right, that is GoPowerCat.com's Ryan Wallace does great work for them and for us every year. We appreciate everything. We come back, we're going to talk with our own Andy Meyer and close out the season. You'll listen to Preps KC's Football Friday Night, driven by the McCarthy Auto Group. Well, it's lonesome in this old town. Everybody puts me down. I'm a face without a name. Just walking the perfect vehicle may be hard to find, but shipments are arriving daily at McCarthy. Let us help you reserve the one you want. That's right. Pick up your next new vehicle before it arrives. Choose from Chevy, Honda, Toyota, Nissan, Hyundai, Subaru, Buick, or GMC at one of McCarthy's 11 convenient locations across Kansas and Missouri. McCarthy can help you order your new vehicle today. Visit shopmccarthy.com today to find the location nearest you. See dealer for details. Deposit may be required. Just like there are right-handers and left-handers, night owls and early birds, there are those who prefer to shop in-store and those who don't. No matter how you like to shop, Price Chopper is here to help. We make it easy to get groceries any way you want. 
In store, at your door, or for pickup. Order online today at mypricechopper.com for pickup or delivery. For freshness, selection, and low prices, Kansas City knows. Price Chopper. Hey, it's Derek Johnson, and I'm pumped up both for football season and school season. Sheet Metal Workers Local Number 2 want to make this your best school year ever, so they're awarding a $15,000 facilities enrichment grant. Parents, teachers, and students can submit nominations at helpmymocanschool.com with a winner selected October 21st. Make this the best school season ever and get your nominations to helpmymocanschool.com. Proudly powered by Sheet Metal Workers Local Number 2. The choice of a lawyer is an important decision and should not be based solely upon advertisements. I'm attorney Mike DiBasquale. After a car wreck, the last thing you want to do is trust the insurance company. These insurance companies try to rip off good people every single day. My law firm won't let you get ripped off. We'll fight to get you all the money you deserve, and you don't pay us a dime unless we win your case. If you've been hurt, call me. I've got this. Mike's got this. All you need to know. 816-888-7500. Mike's got this. Hey, Chiefs Kingdom. This is Mitch Holtis, voice of the Chiefs. To stay at the top of their game, the Chiefs have trusted the University of Kansas Health System for their care. And you can trust them to care for you, too. Whether you're a pro athlete, a student athlete, or a fan who likes to stay active, the care remains the same. Because the University of Kansas Health System cares for the entire Chiefs kingdom. To request an appointment, visit kansashealthsystem.com chiefs. The perfect vehicle may be hard to find, but shipments are arriving daily at McCarthy. Let us help you reserve the one you want. That's right. Pick up your next new vehicle before it arrives. Choose from Chevy, Honda, Toyota, Nissan, Hyundai, Subaru, Buick, or GMC at one of McCarthy's 11 convenient locations across Kansas and Missouri. McCarthy can help you order your new vehicle today. Visit shopmccarthy.com today to find the location nearest you. See dealer for details. Deposit may be required. Welcome back to Preps KC's Football Friday Night, driven by the McCarthy Auto Group. I'm your host, Dion Clisso, joined as always by the coach, Harold Wamsgans, and a program like this wouldn't be possible with a great partner like Price Chopper. For four decades now, Price Chopper has proudly been going the extra mile, going real butchers in all their stores, triple inspecting produce, and offering the best rewards program in town. Because it's your local family-owned grocer, they know what matters most to your family, too. Again, this year, they were the sponsor of the Price Chopper Student Athletes of the Week. They recognize outstanding student athletes who worked in their local Price Chopper stores and are champions on and off the field. We appreciate everything they do, and congratulations to those kids who were honored. All right, we are still here in the Preps KC studio, powered by Xfinity Internet. The fastest internet with the multi-gig speeds to the most homes, and we bring in our own Andy Meyer. And Andy, here we are, last segment of the show, last show of the year. Um, I know down the stretch you didn't cover as many games as you did during the regular season, but uh, I still could have covered that Fort Osage Cape Central. You were close enough in Nashville. You could have scooted over there and got it. <laughs> but, um, no, it, it, it was a fun year, and, and you got to see a lot of Liberty, a lot of Northland teams. Kendrick Bell wins the Simone Award. You got to see him play. Um, not, well, I'm going to say not often. I don't, I'd have to go back and look. A 3-8 and eight team doesn't usually get a Simone Award winner, but his numbers kind of jumped off the page. Yeah, hundred percent, and that and that was, um, it, you know, my top uh, vote as well. There was a lot of very worthy candidates in the Northland, especially. And you know, you look around at the quarterbacks. You got Briggs Bartosh, <laughs> Sam Van Dyne went all year, I think, without an interception and twenty four touchdowns. Just you know, masterfully led that really balanced, uh, you know, traditionally potent Liberty North offense. But you, you just look at the. Uh, Kendrick's playmaking abilities was just on another level entirely, especially with what he did, you know, uh, in both faces, you know, throwing the ball and with his feet, but against the the teams that he did it against and seemed to only get better as the year went along. I mean, that team took uh, Lee Summit North to overtime and, you know, an instant classic in that game. He, you know, was throwing the ball all over the field. And it seems like as, you know, he, Definitely made leaps and bounds improvements from last year. But even throughout this season, I think uh, the more they sort of put on his shoulders and said, hey, you know what, we're just going to have you throw the ball. I think there were a couple of times he threw it more than 60 times in a game and he rose to the challenge every single time and never shied away from that. If you go back and even look at the highlights, he's got a lot of those sort of untraditional um sort of Mahomesy elements in terms of he, he will like stand on the 20 yard line, flick a sidearm pass, <laughs> you know, 
between two guys for a touchdown. I mean, there were there were throws that looked great when all, sort of on further review were, were even better considering sort of the just his his playmaking ability, his his raw talent is off the charts, uh, and it was exciting to see him uh, deservedly win an award. You know, Park Hill, they were in – how many games did they lose by, you know, yeah. w- one possession, and they were in shootouts constantly. And, you know, if, if there had been one or – really three or four plays, they would have been a seven or eight win team potentially uh, if you flip those. But um, regardless, he's going to do, you know uh, – Really exciting things up there at Michigan, I have no doubt. Uh, Well-deserving, and he was, yeah, for me, the most exciting dynamic playmaker um, that I saw all year long and a deserving winner uh, for the Simone. Well, I guess that leads us right in then. So is that your favorite best player? You already took care of that portion of the of the review for the year? <laughs> yeah, it, a, a lot of hard <laughs> choices again. I, you can't really give ties or anything, but – you know, between Briggs, Bartosh, Kendrick Bell, and Sam Van Dyne, each are, you know, very different players and brought different things to the table um, in terms of their offenses. So, um, you know, and and those are the players I saw, I think, most frequently um, and the teams as well. So, you know, you hard pressed to to pick between them just because they're sort of apples and oranges. Right. But but for me, it was uh, was Kendrick just based on, um, you know, him just yeah through throwing it around to they had like four or five different receivers that each had like individually hundred yard games in there. So it wasn't just like he was locked in on one player. He made everybody better um, by that. And James Knoll is a, you know, a great running back in that backfield as well. Just a a really dynamic offense that put up points against every single opponent they played, Uh, you know, unless it was a, constant downpour uh for three hours <laughs> in, in cold weather that that was the only game in that that park hill park hill south rematch it the the weather conditions sort of put a cap on that uh and played to the panthers strengths in that particular game but you know other than that they uh it, yeah they were super fun offense to watch uh and a, a really fun team okay team what's your favorite favorite or best team you saw uh, it's got to be Liberty North for me, the ones that I saw consistently, um, just as complete they, as they were all year long. And it was, you know, even you have a situation where they they lost their starting running back, new, you know, a uh, new player comes right in and, and, and picks up that slack immediately. That defense was just nails all year long, uh, you know, notwithstanding the the CBC game. So, you know, in terms of teams that I covered consistently, it's Liberty North just in terms of how complete they were and not missing a beat under Coach Learman in his first year stepping in there uh, and really carrying, you know, proudly carrying on the torch that uh, that Coach Jones had all the groundwork that that entire staff and all the players have done to turn that into one of the premier programs um, in the entire city. Credit to Lee Summit North as well for finishing so strong. You know, if, if you were to pick a best team in the metro area, it's probably got to be Lee Summit North based on, on all the talent they had and the results coming that close to the state title. But um, in terms of, you know, teams that I saw on a regular basis, uh, you'd be hard pressed to um, to pick against Liberty North in that regard. And even though I didn't cover any small uh, class smaller class teams this year also got a shout out both Smithville and East Buchanan uh, you know congratulations to the Bulldogs for for winning their second title in a row and another great season for Smithville uh, they have four combined losses uh, between those two teams the last two years and three titles three state titles you know out of four chances there so uh, some pretty exciting things happening up highway uh, 169 up there and it's a uh, you know congratulations and another great season uh, for both of those programs. Again, even though I wasn't able to to see them in person. How about game? Is there one game that stuck out to you? Uh, bar none. One of the, the wildest ones I've covered in the last few years. That was actually the easiest one. It was the first Park Hill, Park Hill South game. Um, <laughs> it, it was just it, Briggs Bartosh had, I think had just taken over a quarterback maybe the week before and they had made that switch and you saw the potential of what that offense was. He threw for 340 yards, ran for another 140 and a couple of touchdowns. Um, Kendrick Bell throws for like 338 yards. There were like big, it was, it was like two heavyweight fighters just like swinging and like, you know, throwing haymakers the entire time and it came all the way down to the last possession and Kendrick Bell actually uh secured the game winning interception. Interception. Uh, yeah. <laughs> he he caught it down there on a Hail Mary uh that would have potentially tied the game but there were like 
almost a thousand yards of total offense. And just, it was back and forth the entire time. Uh, it was just, you know, really edgier seat type of stuff. And, and just a, a, an electric game that uh, between district rivals and a great atmosphere, it's, it's, it, it was a perfect um, sort of summation of high school football and, and all the incredible things that, uh, that can happen. And, never knowing truly what you're going to see every time you go out to a game on uh, on a Friday night. So um, it, it was so everybody sort of had to catch their breath after that one. Uh, <laughs> and it, it, certainly I, I think I got more steps than uh, just running back and forth up and down the sidelines than I have in a few years and with how much scoring there was in that game. But 42-35 victory. I'm sorry. Yeah, 42-35 victory for Park Hill in that one. Uh, and definitely one of the more memorable games uh, in the in the metro area uh, that I was able to see this year. Landy, thanks a lot for all your coverage again this year. Hope that uh, uh, you'll be back next year. You never know. The offseason can uh, bring changes. That, you know, we, this is not a full-time gig for you guys, and I appreciate everything you do. And uh, I know sometimes when I'm, we roll around in the summertime, I'm like, what do you think? Well, no, i got another kid on the way or something. You never know. I, but, or, or, or no, my kid has 17,000 things to do this fall and on, all on Friday night. So you never know. But uh, it's a lot of fun, and we enjoy talking with you every week, and we enjoy everything you do. Really appreciate it. Thanks again uh, for the opportunity and for all the great work that uh, that everybody does on the uh, on at every component. And uh, already looking forward to next year. All right, that's our own Andy Meyer, and he is uh, does a great job for us, and and uh, we enjoy everything he does. Uh, all right, coach, it's our time now. We're going to go ahead and do our favorite and best. And uh, um, what do you want to start with? We'll do. We we'll each do it at the same time. What do you want to start with? Okay, you know what? Mine are all favorites, not best. Okay? okay. But my favorite game was Park Hill Rockhurst. Unbelievable. It was back and forth. It was one of those games that you didn't know for 60 minutes who was going to win that game because it was whoever had the ball last was going to win. Um, my favorite game is tough because Olathe North and Shawnee Mission Northwest played a game early that was back and forth. Uh, but that's going to lead me to something different uh, down the line. But I think the game that Blue Spring South played against Ray Peck, uh, that they won 52 to 34 and they outscored them 35 to seven in, in the second half. And I think that that was kind of the moment where we figured out that Blue Spring South was for real uh, and that, that there was really big time changes going on there. And they rallied in that game against at Ray Peck on the road at Ray Peck. And that's the game to me that stood out to see whether, you know, did they just happen to grab, you know, they, they beat Par they beat Lee Summit, held off Lee Summit that came back and they were in a crazy game with Park Hill. They gotten beaten by Rockers. They were trailing at halftime at Ray Peck and they came out and just dominated the second half. And that to me was the game that, that really said that the, that an old power was rising again. So that's my favorite game. All right. What's up next for you? My favorite player, my favorite player is Malik. Oatis from Shawnee Mission Northwest High School. I saw him, had an opportunity, saw him, see him play. And you know what? All throughout the game, I'm going, did my eyes really see what he just did? And there was no instant replay to see what he just did. I just had to continue to imagine. But he was my favorite player of the year. I was, I, I, I'm going to agree with you on this one. He was my favorite player of the year, only nine games, had 2,000 yards, had the game where the quarterback got hurt and they had to play Wildcat. At 400 plus yards on 40 carries, uh, it, he just did everything for that team. That's a good young team that only won three games, and I, I think that you know he could play on anybody's team in the in the metro and, and be a dynamic guy. I, I'm, I'm a Maliko Adis guy as well. The one thing we didn't see out of him this year was catching the ball out of the backfield because he had almost a thousand yards receiving his junior year. He can do that too. I hope some college picks him up uh, because he is a guy that can definitely do things. All right, uh, team coach. Favorite team. Can I have a Missouri and a Kansas? Yes, you can. We allow okay, that. We, good. We, we allow okay, good. Okay. My Missouri favorite was Center High School, and my Kansas favorite was Bishop Miege. What What about those two that uh, stood out for you? Uh, of the two that stood out for me, probably Bishop Miege because they were more balanced and, and defensively they were really good. Center's team speed was just outstanding. I, I'm not sure. I, I'm not sure I know who would win that game if they were to play each other, but they were my two favorite teams. Okay. I'm going to, I'll do, I'll do two too. We, we're, we're the hosts. We get to do that as well. You know, on the Kansas side, there's quite a few that, that really got going for me. You know, the, the late run by Gardner Edgerton, um, really wanted to see them win that state championship for Coach Owen and that staff and those kids that worked really hard to get there. 
I got to go with Mill Valley. When you roll through a postseason and you shut everybody out, and really if you go back the week before, they give up three points to Shawnee Mission East uh, the last week of the regular season, and then you place a guy who is one of the best quarterbacks ever to come out of the state of Kansas, and you hold them to 14 points a second year in a row, that defense – and. The offense was outstanding. Didn't have to do that much. They they did in that game. They had to score some points uh, and get that win, 28-14 in the state championship game. But Mill Valley and the just dominance of that defense is it stands out to me. On the Missouri side, you know, I, we had talked about Oak Park and some of the things they did. You know, Class 5 football was funny this year. The teams got off to uh, strong starts. Um, and – you know, or not strong starts. Others did. It, you know, it's kind of tough. I, I really like the way Fort Osage played. I like the way Green Valley played. Um, but I think for me, I loved what Pleasant Hill has done in a short amount of time. Um, you know, they came up short against a Cardinal Runner team that won the state championship. They were probably the second best team in the state. That's how they ended up ranked. I love what Coach Hamilton's done out there. I will throw in a, a second player, uh, and I don't want to leave him past, Lorenzo Fenner. You know, Oatis and Fenner were were guys that you they were weapons and they could score any time they touched the ball, and, and I think Fenner did it. You know, he also played some D back, you know, at times, but he did it with a kick return game, three return kicks in three games in a row in the playoffs. Coach, I, I mean, that's just amazing to see. Um, he didn't get one in the state championship game, but that's those are my my guys there. I, but then the game. The team, I think, is Pleasant Hill on the Missouri side. I, I think that, you know, what they've done in a short amount of time to go from 0-10 to the first semifinal game since 1975 for that school says a lot about that staff and those kids. We have lots of good opportunities to make good choices, so I think all of our choices are pretty <laughs> darn good. Yes, it's been a fantastic season. Well, we appreciate you listening and uh, hope you enjoyed, and we'll have plenty of good coverage in the offseason. You know, we'll sprinkle in some stuff here and there. Uh, of course, coaching changes that are already starting to trickle in now that the season is over. Um, so we'll have all that coverage. Of course, clinics from the Coaches Association, um, you know, different things that are going on, and uh, we will be there for that. And we appreciate everyone stopping by and joining us. And you've been listening to Preps KC's Football Friday Night, driven by the McCarthy Auto Group. You've been listening to Preps KC's Football Friday Night, driven by the McCarthy Auto Group. Preps KC's Football Friday Night is brought to you by Remax, Comcast Xfinity, Price Chopper, BUnion.com, the Sports Medicine and Performance Center at the University of Kansas Health System, Dick Sporting Goods, and the Deepest Quali Moore Law Firm. When you're looking for a real estate agent, you want someone who has all the knowledge, has the right tools, dots all the I's. Someone good enough to throw a no-hitter. Hi, it's Brett Saberhagen for REMAX. You need an agent who has all the answers, understands the numbers, and sees all the possibilities. When you're looking for an agent who knows all their stuff, from for sale to sold, my pick is REMAX. And relax, they've done it a million times. Start your search today with the REMAX app, each office independently owned and operated. The choice of a lawyer is an important decision and should not be based solely upon advertisements. I'm attorney Mike DePasquale. I played linebacker. I won a state championship. I played Division I ball. I know a thing or two about winning. A winning attitude starts with confidence. My law firm is so confident in what we do that if we take your injury case and we don't win, you don't pay us a dime. So if you've been hurt, call me. My team wants to win for you. I've got this. Mike's got this. All you need to know. 816 Mike's got this. The perfect vehicle may be hard to find, but shipments are arriving daily at McCarthy. Let us help you reserve the one you want. That's right. Pick up your next new vehicle before it arrives. Choose from Chevy, Honda, Toyota, Nissan, Hyundai, Subaru, Buick, or GMC at one of McCarthy's 11 convenient locations across Kansas and Missouri. McCarthy can help you order your new vehicle today. Visit shopmccarthy.com today to find the location nearest you. See dealer for details. Deposit may be required. Your computer system on the job, how's that working for you? Your home entertainment system, still enjoying it? You can thank an electrician. My name is Milton Johnson, and I am proud to be a union master electrician with Local 124. You can learn a real skill and earn a great living in the building and construction trades. Be the best. Be one of us. Find out how at beunion.com. B-E-Y-O-U-N-I-O-N.com. Just like there are right-handers and left-handers, 
night owls, and early birds. There are those who prefer to shop in-store and those who don't. No matter how you like to shop, Price Chopper is here to help. We make it easy to get groceries any way you want. In-store, at your door, or for pickup. Order online today at mypricechopper.com for pickup or delivery. For freshness, selection, and low prices, Kansas City knows. Price Chopper. Points, cash, gear, sports. With a Dick Scorecard, you earn points on all your purchases and get 3% back in rewards and access to exclusive deals and events. It's simple. Points lead to cash to buy gear so you can play more sports. Get your Dick Scorecard and start earning reward certificates today. Every season starts at Dick's.